Hello, listeners. Thank you for joining us. We view Yasha. We have a cat that's also joining us. Say hi, Kisu. No, I think she's purring. Oh. I don't think it picked it up, but she's purring. Aww. She's happy to be here. So sweet. She's here to talk about episode 47, Onigumo's heart still beats within Naraku. I was not excited for this episode. Really? Yeah, which I know crazy because my girl's in it yep she's all over this episode <laughs> but i remember this episode i just kind of remember it being eh, just kind of like the last one uh-huh. i was just like eh, just wanted to get through but re-watching this i'm like oh my god Kick yeah as you know i'm kind of liking her a lot more and sort Even of shipping after this episode uh. <laughs> I guess I ship them less because the the Tetsaga breaks episode I was kind of leaning on shipping them a little bit, but this one, not so much. Did it seem to you like a different animation team was working on it than the previous two? Kiku looked a little different to me, and I wasn't sure why. Inuyasha looked a little different to me. Yes, especially at the end yeah. when he looked like he does in the closing to make credits. Him beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> But there's a lot of close-ups when she's talking with Naraku and then when the two of them are talking up against the tree and having that super romantic moment where the souls are raining down around them. And then she pulls a knife out of them. (laughs) So I'm doing a little experiment with this episode. I thought I was going to run out of time. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to watch the episode and not take notes. So the notes I have on here are just thoughts. That, reflections. Yes, reflections of the... Thank you. That sounds so much more <laughs> elegant. So I didn't write down the exact thing, so I'm going to go off of memory. I think this is a good episode to do it, just because we don't have to keep the narrative of the fight necessarily in mind. So sort of like two hearts, one mind. Kagome is making good on her promise to go home to her own time while everyone convalesces at Kaede's house, and she dresses Roku's wounds that we know from the conversation that Sango also helped so Roku's just his spirits are high yes oh I, I love that when she's saying goodbye to everyone she's like bye and then she looks at Inuyasha and she's like ah. <laughs> so... I'm leaving didn't you hear me oh, just go already high school girl thing to do yep yeah, and uh, Shippo runs out after her. It's like, please don't leave. He just loves you so much. I thought he was going to get punched by her. Oh, no, she'd never hurt yeah. Shippo. She loves but she just smiles. And Shippo stuff. can't do any wrong. Kigomi's book. Kikyo wouldn't take that shit. Uh, oh, she assures Shippo that she's only going back to get supplies, and then she'll come right back, but she's just going to let Inuyasha worry. Not the best instinct that's also a high school girl thing yes. to do oh my goodness yes. and i know uh women like it when two men are fighting over them but uh, <laughs> it reminded me of the soul piper when that little girl was like i'm gonna hide in the closet to teach mom a lesson right it never works out uh, just well's gonna catch on fire and kagome's gonna burn it 
okay, so Kagome is just gonna get medicine and stuff and not be too long. It's like, just let him worry for a bit. It's fine. Don't tell him. Make it seem like I'm super mad. And this, of course, well, you know what? Inuyasha would have probably ran after Kikyo. I think he loses sense of himself when he sees Kikyo and wants to protect her and just doesn't care about saying the wrong thing in front of Kagome. <laughs> So, Hashtag she was there first. That's right. She was there first. Let's not ever forget that. Hashtag she has it. Hashtag she killed a monk. Um, so Kagome finally comes back where it seems like her brother and her grandfather forgot she existed. And her mom's just like, what's up? Yeah. Do you want a nap or do you want bath or food? Do you want money? I'll give you $1,000 right now. Thanks for coming back, sweetie. They point out it's like a businessman type relationship. Yeah, with his wife. It's a weird comment. Oh, you've got had such a long day. Mm. I'll go draw you a bath. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a fan service shot here, but we didn't really. That nope, she just... Well, you just got a dripping shower head. And then she's blowing her hair dry. She's got, like, the towel around her. Yeah, Kagome's not too... This show's really not super, super... Well, I guess when it comes to the demons, perhaps it is. Mm. Or Yuris. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and perhaps a, a hot spring scene now and again. Well, there was that shot of her in the Yura episode where she's in the bath. That's it's like, true. whoa, where are you hiding all that? Yeah. You 15-year-old? I, I always think of her as just, like, this pure good girl who's not overtly sexual she appears to be savvy about the whole thing but she's she has a she's like waiting for the right one she's not not into the whole i'm gonna date date around a little bit because even koga who's coming after her hard she's like i don't know about this well she's not she's keeping him on the hook a little bit she's She's not exactly saying, no, Koga, you and I are not going to happen. Find another demon. Uh, find another. <laughs> or another human. Or whatever. <laughs> find someone else. No, she doesn't say those words, but she, she's not pursuing it either, I think. No. She's like kind of caught between two things, so there's not much she can uh, really do. Well, I think she likes Koga. Not like, like, likes Koga, but I think she thinks he's a nice wolf demon. Maybe she doesn't want to see anything bad happen to him. No. Wouldn't want to hurt him on purpose or or accidentally. Yeah. And uh, finding maybe the things he says kind of sweet. Because, yeah, she's not getting that from Inuyasha. <laughs> no. Inuyasha uh, doesn't say sweet things until they're all about to die. <laughs> and he lets it loose. You smell nice. <laughs> By the way, I love your smell. I don't know why I made him Naraku, but <laughs> meanwhile, Kikio at her shrine, helping all those soldiers that appear to just kind of hang around her. Oh, well, yeah, they get fixed up by a beautiful lady maybe she feeds them soup too oh delicious soup <laughs> maybe there's this war going on that we don't know about this is the whole backstory to the this era. era of japan that... it's a lot of feuds right oh sure <laughs> she senses that naraku's on the tree line and just goes to meet him real quick uh, just to laugh at his face yeah well he's been hanging around a lot he comes around when he doesn't even have any business yeah so she's like what pervert just watching me i know why you do it because the heart of onigumo beats within you naraku 
that's the title of the episode. And then he gets embarrassed and runs away. Yeah, because she laughs at him. Yeah. She laughs at him, like, hard. She knows she knows where to swing. And this, this leads into the... Well, there's the thematic thing of jealousy in this episode. That's really great, because everybody's jealous of everybody else. And Except not, Kikyo. Yeah, well... Well, maybe she is. She and... Is. Uh, the other thing, this is where the subtext comes up that Naraku, having been humiliated and hating the part of him that's humiliated, uh, talking about Onigumo as if he's an unnecessary part of all of this, uh, decides that he doesn't need Kikyo anymore and sends a giant soul carrier after her. Yes. Uh, happening yes. much sooner than I thought it would. <laughs> so this was great. Yeah, well, he's always referred to Onigumo as, you know, not him. Yeah. And even, like, the spider burn that comes back, he's like, God, it keeps coming back. And in this body, it's back again. It's almost like Onigumo's his dad, and he has father issues. And just, like, I'm sick of having inherited this thing from such a weak person. Well, I mean, it's like like sourdough bread. (laughs) You got to have your starter. And that starter is your mother dough. And a part of your mother dough is always going to be in every loaf that you bake. Which means Onigumo is the mother dough. <laughs> he is always going to be a part of Naraku. That's the base that all the demons went in. I love this metaphor. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure with your fans. <laughs> I love it more than I'm anything. Like, this is either really good or this is shockingly this is amazing. horrifying. <laughs> no, it's amazing. And I'm hungry now. <laughs> going to be the official food of the podcast, I think. It only took us 47 episodes to find it, but we did it. Okay. So, yeah, Naraku, for being so smart, does not seem to grasp the fact that Onigumo is just going to be a part of him no matter how much he yeah. metamorphoses. Well, I like that he has that weakness and that it's such a big part of him that, oh, God, if anybody were to find out, and somebody has, oh, no. So he sends his bees to wake up and agitate the giant soul carrier that's just sitting in a lake. Sleeping in the bottom of the lake. Pretty good uh, good choice of demon to go after her with. Yep. Because he eats souls, and if he could pull the souls out of her... He knows exactly what'll kill her, and he's (laughs) trying to do it. Although not trying to do it in person. He's sending... I don't think he could do it himself. No. That's what makes it so smart. He's like, I'm not going to send somebody to fight her. I'm just going to go after the thing she needs to walk around. So she uh, draws the thing away from her village, getting on a horse. How kind. She says, I'm going to borrow your horse. I don't know if she ever returned it. We could say that it died because it almost gets eaten. But she's the one who falls down the cliff and not the horse. Oh, again. Again. Her and Cliff. This is just... She's reliving all the worst moments with the souls being sucked out of her, falling off a cliff. She's living her life Inuyasha in reverse. And her in front of the damn tree. <laughs> that damn goddamn tree. The <laughs> bad day for Kiki. <laughs> so yeah, she goes to try and shoot the arrows at it, and the arrows, of course, previously established, made of souls. And the soul carrier, of course, just like, oh yay, oh. just eats them up, and then starts sucking them out of her. And uh, she falls down that cliff. Oh, Kagome, after her nice refreshing bath, just wanted a short nap. Yep. 
So I'll come back soon, and she uh, tells Sota to get some bandages and, and put medicine them, ready. Yep. Yeah. By the way, the uh, Japanese voice actor uh, for the grandpa died, so now they have a new guy. I read that, that oh. and the new guy. This is his first episode. Dang, I don't think I noticed. I didn't. Notice. It's been so long since we've seen the grandpa. That's that true. I believe this is where uh, they all have dinner at the hut, Inuyasha and gang. And he's like fidgeting. Oh yeah, Inuyasha's not, he's just laying there tapping, tapping his hand. And Moroku's discussing strategy, talking about the previous demons they fought. And this is where he refers to them as one demon and not two, even though they're, they attack in tandem. They all got Inuyasha's number. It's like, you're just, you're so jealous. (laughs) And again, uh, would, would be on Inuyasha's side, but he's not dating her, and it especially makes you kind of like him a little less when he's all up on Kikyo because he's just forgotten about Kagome entirely. But he's pulling the same thing on her, like I'll protect you, you're mine, don't worry. Uh, would it be that if she tried to move on with anyone else? If she found some other nice gentleman made out of clay who got around on the souls of <laughs> I pictured a turn-of-the-century magician when you said that with a top hat and everything. Hello. Yeah, maybe. Is it because it's Naraku? Yes, I think it's because it's Naraku. awful and villainous, or is it just anyone who would show an interest in her? Giving him the benefit of the doubt, if it was just somebody, and if he saw how happy she was, maybe he'd be like, okay. And be cool with it. I feel it's Naraku. Yeah, because it's, it's like, Naraku. Yeah. Be like, and he's so despicable. Yeah. It'd be like my insecurity. I don't like it when bad people get laid. It's like, oh, you're fucking that guy? I can't believe that shit. You used to bully me in high school. Are you kidding me? Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Oh, he goes out to the well. Yeah, he goes out to the well thinking about probably jumping in. and. Uh, it was... It, I thought it was very cute the way he was kind of looking down into it and his little ears were actually like back yeah like he was a bad dog <laughs> and he is wondering like is she tired of me is yeah she, is she really mad is and shippo keeps his mouth shut for for a change <laughs> well because kagome told him to well, this is the one time he should have said something <laughs> like, <laughs> just making you but I don't know. I, telling the truth seems to be lost on Inuyasha because these moments of insecurity kind of... That's the only time he learns, it seems. Because when... <laughs> if Shippo were to tell him, then he would just go back to old Inuyasha. Like, oh, I'll just grab her then. <laughs> but just then, he notices all them souls and uh, finds Kikyo. Who do you think she was drawn to the well and the tree and all that? And home? because she was dying or that it's a coincidence that she's just there i think she was drawn even yeah. if she didn't want to admit it even if she says i was just running and i found myself here i mean that's that's her village those places are very significant to yes. her and souls are getting ripped out of her so pretty soon all that's left is just going to be that core that was ripped from kagome and that's just going to be her angry sad memories of her village and Inuyasha and all that yeah so Inuyasha cuts down the uh, soul carrier oh yeah that was awesome. really amazing and releasing all his the swords souls. you know didn't seem to have a problem interesting 
leaving the rest of the episode to have a pretty awesome conversation with her against the tree. I guess the only thing I didn't like was he tried to say that we haven't changed. And she was like, no, stupid. We, we've both changed quite a bit. And then he's like, oh, I guess you're right. <laughs> when we go back to Kagome, when they're, they're in front of the tree, when we first go back into the modern era, we open on the same tree outside her window. Oh. That's Inuyasha's tree. Interesting. In the modern. Oh, that's fun. Modern era, yeah. I like that. I also like the the drone helicopter shot of uh, the village and the outskirts yeah. where the souls are going up into the sky. That's yeah, good. Yeah, that was really cool. You don't see that. I don't feel like we get that a lot. Yeah, this conversation that happens, I have a feeling the only reason Kikyo is willing to have it is that she's weak and she doesn't have a lot of souls of tragic women in her yet. So she's kind of indulging Inuyasha and maybe he's getting through to her a little bit. But the more souls that go into her, she's kind of regaining the the tragedy of not only all these women, but uh, the tragedy of her own life. Oh, and at some point, uh, Kagome wakes up. And oh, yeah realizes she's overslept gets all her shit and runs back out <laughs> and as we know the well is not too far from Inuyasha's tree yeah and she comes out and sees the souls and is like oh what oh Kikyo's here and then what happened while I was gone jeez once again has to hear this conversation um, where Kikyo's revealing in her mind Inuyasha's not that different from Naraku just wanting to possess her and that really hurts him, I think. Like, what do you mean? I'm, I'm like him? And I feel this might be the little bit of, you know, romantic in me. But I think Kikyo knows. I mean, she even says once the thread of fate is tangled, it can never be undone. She knows she and Inuyasha are never going to be together. Oh, maybe. Yeah. And that's, yeah. So... To me, it was like she was being cruel to him to get him to move on from her. Like when you abandon a dog in the woods and you kick at it and say, get out of here, get out of here, and then cry in your truck. Yes. I've never done that, by the way. (laughs) It's just like in a movie. She had to white fang him. Aww. Ethan Hawke. Right? he was in that movie? Wait. I don't know. I got it from New Girl. And Schmidt was trying to break up with his model girlfriend because... He felt she should be with model. He didn't feel good enough for her. So he said mean things. Okay. And she says, you're white fanging me. <laughs> she goes, ever since you saw that movie, you just wanted to do that to someone. That's what you're doing. <laughs> She's white fanging you, Yasha. <laughs> She's driving him away because she knows they don't belong together. So I think she's being cruel on purpose. And saying, like, you know, you're the same as Naraku. I think... The whole experience of dying and being tricked has left her feeling like the world's out, like the worst parts of the world are out to get her, and that being with Inuyasha will encourage him to be a bad person like Naraku, especially since his goal is to become a full-fledged demon with the the shards. Um, am I right in saying like her new plan is now to essentially date Naraku because... She's realizing, you're shaking your head. Um, yeah. This is what I got from that scene, that she's, in all of her statements, she's saying, like, okay, I got to refocus myself on this if I'm going to destroy Naraku. I can't just 
uh, make fun of him in the woods or he's going to try to kill me. So I have to work closer with him so that he sees me as an ally and then I can murder him. And then that's what sets Inuyasha off. Is like, I, he's the worst person in the world. I can't believe you're doing this. And Kagome only watches as much as then he she embraces sees her. She them embrace. Yeah. And see, it's part of Kikyo still loves Inuyasha, which is why she was fighting it. And then she yes, she hugged him back. And then Kagome turns away, but she's still there for the rest. She's of still it. there. Yeah, I thought she had ran away. Yeah. At first, but then another shot, she's just behind the tree. So she's not watching, she's just listening. Okay. Yes. So we, I mean, in show terms, the vocabulary of it could be she stopped listening at that point, so doesn't know that she, she <laughs> Kikyo <laughs> draws a knife on him. <laughs> but, I mean, her problem isn't with Kikyo. Her problem's probably with Inuyasha being all cozy with his ex. Uh, well, Kikyo did steal her jewel shards and gave him to Naraku. <laughs> They were all pretty mad at her about that. I guess. Uh, and mad that this woman's so bad for you, Inuyasha. <laughs> but maybe she does hear like the rest of the conversation where she pulls the knife on him. Men are such fools. And this also tied into she's going to do the same trick, essentially, on Naraku. Like, let him embrace Kikyo so that she can then pull the proverbial knife on him. Stab him. Kill Naraku once and for all. I don't know what's in store though, because why wouldn't Naraku just try to kill Kikyo again after this thing failed? Unless she was like, okay, I'll live with you in your castle, I'll let you hold my hand. I didn't get that at all. What I got from it was that she was just letting Inuyasha know more of her plan. Like she had already oh. said, hey, I'm going to let him get the jewel shards and then I'm going to destroy him. But I think what she said instead, this time I'm going to purify him, which oh. would destroy him. Oh, interesting. That so she's gonna... I'm still thinking she's letting Inuyasha know, no, I'm going to end him. I'm going to. Well, that'd be interesting, too, that purifying him may be reaching for the Onigumo part of him and kind of pulling that out and showing that weird criminal some affection. <laughs> I don't know. Either way, he screams, hey, yeah, as she flies away. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if she, yeah, purifies Naraku, all the demon evilness of Naraku is gone, and all that's left is Onigumo, or his heart, I guess. <laughs> well, she'll keep in a box forever. <laughs> and then he finds out that Kagome's been sitting behind the tree the whole time, and they stare at each other, and that's the end. Yeah, oh, yeah, Kagome just walks out. I kind of, again, thought she's going to run, mm-hmm. but she doesn't. She just goes right out and just stares at Inuyasha, and he stares right back, and she's like, why isn't he averting his eyes? Why yeah. isn't he? He can no longer be ashamed of this because he does this all the time. It's like, eh, you know what's up. I guess I can't ship them anymore. I don't know if I can really ship Kagome and Inuyasha anymore either because it's just pain and suffering <laughs> between those two. <laughs> It's no longer like, a, oh, if I take care of this one thing with my ex, then we can be together. Now it's like, she's kind of always going to be in my heart. I'm sorry. Yeah, how am I going to deal with this? Well. 
I bet she goes home. <laughs> the audio for the next one is very descriptive. And <laughs> it wasn't funny like it was last time. <laughs> it wasn't hilarious. <laughs> this could have been the finale of this episode. That would have been a good finale. That they just stare at each other and were like, Ugh! But apparently it leads right into the next one. Which, if I remember correctly, makes me cry. Ooh, I can't wait to cry. <laughs> I haven't cried at the show yet. Maybe I think I'll... I have already. You said you cried during an episode that I can't remember. Maybe yeah. the uh, Two Hearts, One Mind episode. Yeah, I think I've shed some tears already. Probably will next episode. Yay. <laughs> I love crying. <laughs> so we've really had just a whole bunch of episodes with our repeat characters. We had Sashomaru, and Koga came in, now Kikyo. Yep. It does kind of feel like we're accelerating towards um, what may be a better finale than the Lake of the Evil Water God. <laughs> Especially since if they have the movie in production at this point. But, well, thanks for listening, listeners. Uh, Lindsay, you got anything to close out? She was there first. <laughs> she killed a monk. Bye. <laughs>